Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to welcome you in for a little Grano Talk, a fitness, health, and wellness podcast, or a fitcast, if you will, brought to you by the folks at CrossFit 920 in Town, USA. With your hosts, Tony Giovanini, Matthew Gunville, and Katie Schluter. All right, Tony, take it away. So Katie and I would like to go a little bit further into detail with that. So we had a little bit of feedback. It seemed like it was helpful. So hopefully it continues to help everybody out there. And um, we'll move on to different movements after the swap. We're testing video and audio at the same time. So yes. Good luck editing, Tony. <laughs> we didn't figure it out. I think so. We just got to make sure we're getting into both, both microphones. Exactly. A couple key things real quickly. Good luck to our lifters. This weekend um, at the state championships uh, for powerlifting, and also good luck to some of our competitors that will be at the ice bowl this weekend. Wait, which is, yes, we do. Uh, Kevin's in it, and I think a couple of others. Really? Yeah. So good luck to them. The more you do. And then uh, be ready for the Christmas party next Friday at six o'clock at Station One Brewing. If you can make it, that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you there. So we're gonna go back into the squats. We went over the air squat and all the fundamentals about it, so we're not going to cover all that today, in case you're wondering um, why we're not covering some of the basic stuff. If you want to look at the base stuff, you can refer back to our last podcast from last week, and uh, that will cover the basics. But we're going to move into the overhead squat and the front squat. First one we're going to go over is the front squat. So front squat, obviously, the barbell, we're going to use a pipe today, but the barbell is going to be in the front rack. Yes. PVC pipe. PVC pipe. Very challenging. What we mean by that is obviously the front rack position. As if you can see here, she keeps her elbows up pretty high. Um, the bar is up on her shoulders. Now, if you can see me, this is what... Now you can all laugh at me. That's about the extent of my mobility there. So we're going to go through a couple of things on how to get better at some of the positioning and the other options for your front squat. So she's going to go back in that front rack. If you're able to do this, this is a great position and what I would prefer for the front rack. If you're unable, you can go like this. Hands crossed. Hands crossed and the bar still sits really close to her throat and up on the shoulders. Notice her elbow position doesn't change. The elbow position is still the same. It's up nice and high. They don't drop. Okay, this does not work. Elbows high. Reason being is that barbell needs to sit up here on the shoulders. If that bar is not resting up on those shoulders, that front squat is going to be really bad. Take my word for it. It gets really, really tough to do, okay? And it also puts you in a poor position, all right? So a couple of things to do for those front rack positions. She can come up to the bar in the rig with her hands forward, maybe one at a time if she wants to, and really work that mobility part, get a good stretch on the wrist. A lot of times with uh, athletes, when you first start, you hear about the wrist pain, the elbow pain, and, and, it, and it, you're going to have it because uh, you probably don't walk around like that during the day or ever do any exercise like that. So it will be different. So this is one way to do it, pulling the elbow under, okay, and then go to the other side. Or you can go with both of them and just walk into it, and then you can also have somebody else help force those elbows up if need be, okay. You can do those type of stretches 
You can also do this, pull them back. You can also do the one behind here. Any kind of tr tricep um, mobility work, or I should say stretching, will definitely help that front rack position. Also the wrist mobility and stuff like that. So and you may want to start with those. Your joints, because you're working yes. dealing with your shoulder, which is a ball and socket joint. Yes. You're also dealing with your wrist and your elbow, which are hinge joints. So they only go in one direction. I hope they don't go in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't. But a couple other key things. If you're having a full grip on that bar, you don't need to in that front squat. Remember, if it's resting up on the shoulders where you want it to and you have good elbow position, you don't have to grip that bar hard with a full grip with the thumb around and all fingers around. You can also just go with your fingertips. And a lot of athletes tend to do that where it just rolls back in the fingertips. So it's a little bit easier for them to be able to hold the barbell. So basically what Katie would do is bring it up on the front rack. The PVC pipe's pretty light. But you notice she's only going with two to three fingers and elbows are up high. She's not fully gripping this bar. It makes it a lot more difficult. Okay, so you can let it go back into the fingertips. As long as you're not doing any pressing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a front squat. Once again, the other option is the crossover, keeping the elbows high. Now we'll get into the specifics of the front squat. The mechanics of the squat itself doesn't change other than the fact that the load is in front of the body. So now that the load is in front of the body, you have a little bit more stabilization work and bracing work to do in order to maintain a straight line. And what I mean by that is it's really going to matter on the stability of your spine and your core working together to continue that straight line path with the barbell. So when she sets up the squat, she walks out, gets the barbell set. She's going to take a lot of air in, brace hard with her stomach here, squat down, come up, good. Take a lot of air in again, squat down, brace hard, come up. Excellent. Now, a lot of times what we'll see in the front squat, she'll squat down. Yep, let's go this way. We'll just turn. Okay. She'll squat down. Typically, we'll see this. Squat down, get real deep, keep going. Now, fold forward, bring your butt up first, then your chest. That's usually what starts to happen in the front squat. What does that mean? Where typically that happens because we're not bracing very hard with our abs on the very bottom. It's different than a back squat. We can't use our back to cheat, okay? That's why I like the front squat. The front squat, I tell you a lot about an athlete real quickly. Just go to squat back down again. Hold, brace real hard. Elbows up, up first. Come up. Much better. So we're looking at when she goes down, go ahead and squat down again, that she's not falling forward and bowing up her hips first, and then her chest. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times you'll see the hips come up first, and then they'll try to use the back extension to finish that front squat. Big deal there. Um, you still want the neutral's position. Neutral's position looking straight ahead. You don't have to look up. You don't have to um, change anything else with those mechanics we talked about in the last podcast. only thing that you really need to focus on in that front squat is bracing hard here. Um, even if, so you see a lot of times, also, at least I'll see a lot of times, people, athletes put on weight belts for their front squat, especially when they get heavy. And if they don't understand what bracing means, that weight belt, eh, it might help a little bit. But what you'll see is still, you'll still see that bowing at the bottom. And you'll still see them coming up with their hips first in the rounding of the bat because they're not bracing really hard here on the very bottom. 
The easiest way to think about it is if I have Matt, I'll make yep. him be the guinea pig. Cool. Okay, stick your chest out. Now pull your belly button in. Okay, hopefully you can see him better than if you saw me because I can't brace as well. But now he's braced. Can you still talk and breathe? Yeah. He can still talk and breathe, but his core is braced. And you can feel it on yourself if you put your hands on your belly yeah. and then stick your chest out. And again, pull your belly button in. You're going to feel your core muscles tighten up, and that's called bracing. Yeah. So sometimes when you get down on the bottom, when you get the weight belt, the reason it's on there is so you can push against it. Okay, because otherwise it's useless. So make sure you brace really hard in the bottom, meaning use that weight belt to your full advantage. And then you'll notice that you stay upright a little bit better. So a good way is obviously to videotape yourself and see if you're doing some of the things that we're showing right now in that front squat. First and foremost is elbow position. If the elbow position drops, athlete falls forward, misses the lift, because they're going to bow their back 10 times over just like this just to try to get back up right so if you maintain elbow position first making sure it's high whether it's a crossover or this way you got to maintain the elbow position especially at the bottom then if you brace even harder and use a weight belt if you need to and brace a little harder to get more stability of your spine you'll be able to come up out of that front squat a lot easier and a lot more efficient so a lot of this is good because you'll hear us when we're coaching say drive your elbows up brace harder yeah. Push your chest out. Hopefully this helps you understand what do those things mean. And if you don't, then you need to ask, not just nod your head. Exactly. And this is all obviously going back to that you an understanding that you have already somewhat perfected the basics of the air swap. Exactly. So this is just a progression. So now we will go to the overhead. This makes it a little bit more difficult, a little bit more advanced. What happens is an overhead which basically means you're holding the bar over the top of your spine, is a lot of times I'll see there's a lack of thoracic mobility, which means it's the upper middle back of your spine, and then, like right in here, okay, and then also the shoulder mobility, okay. Now we have to connect this upper body in a very, very uh, straight upright position, along with the lower body completing a full movement squat. This is where it tends to pick everybody, every athlete apart. And this is where I also tell people is like, if you can perfect the overhead squat and do it very, very well, you'll probably do very, very well with all the Olympic movements. Um, and if you struggle with the overhead squat, you're probably gonna struggle with quite a few movements because the overhead squat will pick out a lot of immobility problems. Meaning, um, your hips, your hips, ankles, your ankles, shoulders, your shoulders, the thoracic part, it's gonna pick up, it'll light them all on fire. And it'll show some coaches uh, what's really going on. There's so, actually it's like we there's a checklist basically you can yeah. go through in your head. So in case you wonder how we know that, yeah. if we see you bow forward, we have we, we're like okay, we'll look at that. Now we know what to look at or fix if you're rounding your or shoulders or the bar is coming forward. All that is a checklist in our heads. So here's a little warm up for you. First thing I would do is just have Katie take the pipe. We would just loosen up the shoulders. Let's do some passes with the PVC pipe. Notice we're not using a barbell at all in this video because, once again, there's no reason to add any weight. Um, it, all it's going to do is just amplify your issues and make them worse. So perfect it with a PVC pipe first or just a barbell first before you even get into adding any weights um, to the movement. So she's going to bring the pipe over the top of her spine. 
As I can see, being the coach, like if I push her back a little bit more, a little bit more, she's pretty mobile. Doesn't seem to have a whole lot of issues. She's not screaming. She's not making a whole lot of weird faces. So I'm like, okay, she looks pretty mobile. I probably don't have to have her do a ton of um, mobility work or shoulder work. But, Where's Nick? But if but if she was, or let's see me, maybe. Maybe <laughs> I'm a better example. You know, I'm actually not too bad, but it, it's not comfortable. Okay, so a couple of things that you can do is obviously the warm-up you're just doing, pass the PVC pipe all the way back and forth. Some of your athletes, you may find this is super difficult for them. Maybe a great warm-up to start with. Okay, the other one, um, I like doing, working to open up the chest a little bit. So you just go with about a 90-degree angle here. You can push right against the rig even or a door, open door, inside the frame of a door. You can do that with your chest, just leaning forward getting a good stretch across your chest muscles and your shoulders. Then what you can do is just go one arm, go off to the side, then the other one, same thing, stretching some of those bi your bicep tendon, okay, and the chest and the shoulder. Then you can also go upright. This is kind of a hard one for most people. I like this one. Put the pipe across the rig and just lean forward, keeping those arms nice and straight. Getting a good stretch on the shoulders here. And just start with a lot of that just for the mobility part. Then for a warm-up, you know, just do some back presses just to get the shoulders warmed up to get them ready for that overhead press. Okay, and for the overhead squat, so you can do this with the warm-up with the barbell also. It doesn't have to be a PVC pipe. Okay, and then what we basically do from there, after the athlete's pretty well warmed up with their shoulders, We'll ask them to take that PVC pipe over the top of the head, okay, get in a good squat position, they're going to squat all the way down, and I like to have them hold it. The reason I have them hold it is this is the most uncomfortable position. Katie makes it look really easy, but most of your athletes at this point are either going to be falling down or they're going to want to get the heck out of there. Go ahead and stand up. Good. Face this way. Let's watch it from this side. Squat down. Hold it. Notice that your back's nice and flat. Squat position's good. Thigh position's good. Okay. Bar position's good. This is important. Come on up. And what I mean by important is squat down, hold it. I can't move her very easily. She's pretty stable. Come back up. Now put the bar forward. Come down. Notice the bar's in front of her. I can move her around pretty easy if I want to. Okay. Good. Like we talked earlier, I don't know if we talked about the leverage part, but if we all understand what leverage means, the closest the bar is to the midline of the body, the easier it is to move the object, right? So in overhead squat, you want that bar, basically, if they were to come down, it would almost come right into their back squat, okay? That is basically cutting their body in half, the closest to the midline of the body. So when you're overhead squatting, if you want to make the lift easier, the closer the bar to the midline of the body, like I just showed you, the better. Same thing with the front squat, like we talked earlier. The higher position that that bar is, which is almost basically right in your throat, up in this position, is the best position for your front squat because it'll be easier to lift. Now, if it comes down here, <laughs> it's going to be a lot harder. It's almost like a zercher squat. We didn't go over that one. I probably shouldn't even say that word. But anyway, zercher squat's a, a lot more difficult because the bar is further away from the body. So make sure that the bar is very close. So when she goes back into that overhead, 
She's gonna make sure that that line's in a, that bar is a nice straight line. Bring the bar down once. Yep. Notice it's right behind, just almost in the back of her head. So that's a good position, right in the midline of her head. Okay, good. Come back up. Good. Excellent. A lot of times, what we're gonna see, Katie does a good job, so it looks perfect. But what happens if things start going to heck? Okay, this is typically what starts happening. It starts slowly squatting down. Arms start coming way forward, way forward. Hold it. Come up with your butt. I'm trying to make you look really bad. Okay, this is tip. Yeah. So this, but this is what happens. You know, they struggle with that, right? Because they don't really have the mobility back here, meaning the thoracic part of the mobility. A lot of times you hear people like, oh, the middle of my back is killing me. It's because everything's trying to work together at one time. Um, and then when you tell them to actually squat, it shows up. Okay. The other thing we've talked about before is hypermobility. And people Some people are, yeah. And then this, and then there's the other problem where you're mobile, really mobile, and too far back. This isn't a good position either. That typically happens a little bit more in like the snatches and stuff. But overhead squat, someone's back that far or this far forward, they're not going to squat anyways. Um, they're gonna they're gonna fail, fall down backwards or forward. So just keep it in the midline. But the mobility part, if you see like when she was squatting down before. Nancy squat down and they start doing this and then, and then they just start turning the, the overhead squat into this squat um, because a lot of times people will have the mobility of the shoulders so they'll keep the bar way behind them but they don't have the mobility with the hips and the middle of their back which is the thoracic part so what you can do is go back in the overhead squat position slowly have them squat down so go real slow I'm going to pretend like you, you're really bad at this and then squat down slow slow stop Push the bar back a little bit. Good. Start squatting down a little bit more. Slow, slow, stop. Push the bar back a little bit. Good. Hold it. Squat down a little bit more. Hold it. Bar back. Now, right there, she's in a great position. I say, come up. Okay? And it may take a while to get them to that point. So, point being, is there's a couple of other ways we can warm this up if they really struggle. And a lot of times, I'll use the rig. So, she'll just kind of come in the rig. Arms are up. Now she can put a lot of pressure against these pipes, which is going to force her kind of more into that correct position if she really struggles with that shoulder mobility and the back mobility. So she'll slowly squat down, slow, slow, slow up. Good. And I'm not going to force the issue. I'm just going to warm her up and get let her body get used to this position. Squat back down again, slow, 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 up. Good. Then if she's really struggling, I'll just have her put her hands even wider. Now, I don't typically like to do this, but it helps with the mobility part. Watch what happens. So I'd squat down. It became a lot easier, right? She just dropped right down, come back up. Even with a good athlete, if I put her out wider, it's going to be easier. Now, that's good to get them to learn the movement. Here's the downfall. Watch what she does it again. Yep. Hands real wide. Watch what happens. Hold. See this? Watch this. I can push her down pretty easy. She's a strong girl. Stand up. What happens when you do that to gain the mobility, you need, you're going to lose something. You're going to lose tightness in the shoulder blades, in the midline of the body, which actually holds weight. So if she gets loose and real wide, that's going to become a problem. She may get better at her mobility to get the squat, but she won't be as strong which means if she puts weights on the bar and she drew a wide like that, what's going to happen? 
the shoulders real wide like this. The shoulders take the load. And then what I see when they squat, let's just pretend this is a heavy bar. She's going to squat down. What happens is, is they can't hold the bar. And then they lose it and they drop it. It has nothing to do with legs. Let me explain that one more time. Your overhead squat will never come down to your leg strength. Never. It's going to come down to the strength of the upper middle back. So she's going to turn around this time. Okay, she's not going to take that real wide grip. She's mobile enough to hold here. Look what happens. Look at how high her shoulders are raised. Now go wide. Look at how much they lowered. Now all the tension is in her arms. Not in the mid middle of her back and her rhomboids and stuff here. Bring the hands in a little closer. Now she's fully extended in a good position. She can hold a lot of weight. See, she can hold me pretty easy now. That's what you need to be because she is not going to fail on her legs. She's going to fail up here almost 90% of the time, if not more. Okay? So if you can get real strong up here and learn how to activate your shoulders, it means coming up nice and high, squeezing real here, then you'll be okay. So here's a couple cues in your overhead squat to think about. She finally got the bar over the top of her spine. All I'm going to tell her when she starts squatting down is I'm going to tell her, press the bar, press the bar, press the bar. Ready? Go ahead and squat, press, 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 up. Good. Now I'm going to tell her to brace her stomach just like we talked about in the front squat and press. Press, brace, brace, press, press, up. Good. Now take a lot of air and squat, press, press, hold that air and hold that air and press. Stand up, let the air out. Good. Woo. So she's getting tired just by using the PVC pipe because she's engaging all the muscles and staying tight. Can't explain that enough. We talked about the hypermobility where you're too mobile and it can actually cause problems. In these lifts, if you do not stay tense and tight with your whole entire body, it's going to go poorly at some point. You might get away with the PVC pipe and make, make yourself look cool. But until you put some weights on and you put some weights on there, it's all going to amplify and show all your issues and all your problems. And it's that's when things are going to go wrong. So think, bracing really hard here, front squat and overhead squat. Overhead squat, press the bar, keep pressing the bar. Make sure that the shoulder blades are engaged the whole entire time you're doing the squat. Make sure the bar is in the correct position. In the front squat, make sure that bar stays high. Make sure the elbow position is very high. Make sure you brace very hard on the bottom. If you do that for both of those lifts, um, I think you'll see some great improvement. One great way, just like we always say, videotape yourself or have somebody watch you and see what you got going wrong and look back at our videos and be like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, that's what's going on. And then go back through those warm-ups and those mobility things that we talked about before and then work on those positioning and the breathing. Awesome. Hope you get some more out of this. Um, next time, we're going to start getting into some pressing. pressing. So some presses and all the other good stuff. So have a great day. Send us questions if you have them. Yes. That's all for this episode of Grino Talk. Thanks for tuning in to listen. Remember, you can find Grino Talk on Buzzsprout, Apple, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and Google Podcast platforms. Drop us a comment or a discussion topic on our Instagram page, Grino underscore talk, or our CrossFit 920 YouTube channel. 
For Matt Gunville and Katie Schluter, I'm Tony Giovanini. That's all from now from CrossFit 920 in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Grano Talk is produced by Matt Gunville, Katie Schluter, and executive producer Tony Giovanini for CrossFit 920. All music is used by permission. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the authors and guests and not necessarily to any organization, committee, or other group or individual. 